Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. Today is a good day, the day the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing and glad and tired. So this week we started the, the story of um, Nabal, um, Abigail, and David. And uh, we said that this on Monday. And today we're going to speak about what I have titled, Thought of God, Thought of God. And here we'll be discussing David's testing season that came in clusters, you know, um, we would read the Bible verse, 1 Samuel 25, 1 to 13. And then in our usual fashion, we would discuss afterwards. I would encourage you to join me as we, I read the Bible. And then we discuss afterwards in what God laid in my heart. Holy Spirit, I surrender to you. Use me as a vessel unto honor today in Jesus' name. I pray that it be all of you, none of me. Help us just deliver the message you have put in my heart for your people in the name of Jesus. And Lord, prepare your hearts to hear, listen to this message as it applies to their lives and help them to also apply it and help me, us, actually apply it into our various lives. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So 1 Samuel 25, 1-13. Now Samuel died and all Israel assembled and mourned for him. And they buried him at his home in Ramah. Then David moved down into the desert of Paran. A certain man in Moan, who had property there at Carmel, was very wealthy. He had a thousand goats, three thousand sheep, which he was sharing in Carmel. His name was Nabal and his wife's name was Abigail. She was intelligent and beautiful woman. For her husband was surely and mean in his dealings. He was a Calibite. And a Calibite is a Another tribe, if I remember, like in Judah or something, yeah. While David was in the wilderness, he heard that Nabal was sharing sheep. So he sent ten young men and said to them, Go to Nabal at Carmel and greet him in my name. Say to him, Long life to you, good health to you and your household, and good health to all that is yours. Now I hear that it is sheep sharing time. When your shepherds were with us, we did not mistreat them. The whole time they were in Carmel, nothing of theirs was missing. Ask your servants and they will tell you. Therefore, be favorable towards my men. Since we have come at a festive time, which was um, the time where they were sharing sheep, please give your servants and your son, David, whatever you can find for them. When David's men arrived, they gave Nabal the message in David's name. Then they waited. Nabal answered David's servant, who is this David? Who is the son of Jesse? Many servants are breaking away from their masters these days. Why should I take my bread and water and meat I have slaughtered for my shares and give it to men coming from who knows where? Verses 12. This is David's reaction. David's men turned around and went back. When they arrived, they reported every word. David said to them, Two of you, strap your on your sword. So they did, and David strapped his own as well. About 400 men went up with David 
while 200 stayed with the supplies. And I stopped there. As I was reading, I just got another inspiration about this part of the message to write it down. Okay, I'll put it in a different episode. Um, okay, so this is an interesting part right now. We know that in the previous chapter, right, we saw when God tested David with Saul, you know, by giving Saul literally on a platter of gold for him to kill. And David did not touch him because the word said, touch not my anointed. Now, it's similar happened here, right? Because Saul was wicked. If I thought was much, much more wicked to David than Nabal. Nabal only said, you know, a few words to him. Saul was looking for him, continuing to kill him all over, you know, Israel and wherever David ran to. But here, we see that Nabal was just said a few words to him and that was it for David. If you compare both situations, right, they were both wicked. Why was David's reaction here quite swift in anger? and vengeance and i'll tell you why it's because he was caught off guard we are both testings and we need to understand that testings can come in clusters right so the first time was with saul god gave us into hands david did not touch him the next time is with a someone totally different because by this time um david already knew that you know he could not touch saul he had already been doing it for such a, for such a long time so no matter what saul did he had made up his mind that he would never touch him because God says, touch not, not my anointed and do my brother no harm. So he had been suffering for the longest time. So even when the test came, he was prepared for the test. He was like, yes, you know what? Even though I see him, even though I'm tired, I am frustrated, I want this to end, I would not touch him because God had told him, touch not my anointed and do my brother no harm. In Nabal's case, Nabal was not God's anointed, right? And so he's thinking, how dare this man, you know, so adding the anger and frustration of where he was, he was supposed to be in the bush, but he was in the bush because of Saul. So adding everything together, he was angry. like, how dare this man talk to me? Does he know who I am? And so he immediately gathers 400 men, 100 men, to go to the house of Nabal, to not only kill Nabal, but every son Nabal had. He was determined, he was already on his way, he was going there. Testing can come in different forms. This was another test, and we will see as we go that it was Abigail that saved him from committing sin by killing Nabal. And it clear it was God that sent Abigail to actually do just that itself as well. But this goes to show us how testings can come in many clusters in ways that literally take us off guard, like we're not expecting it. In fact, we're clueless of what's happening. Maybe the situation or the person or how it happened, it came unexpected. But the whole point is that the testing is for me and you, not for the person, not for the situation. So it's how we react to the situation. And it just shows here that David needed also, you know, learn from his testing not to react, you know, out of love. Because right now he was going to go and kill them. And same for us as well. You see, it's like, you know, maybe God is um, teaching us act of kindness for example and maybe for the long, long of time right we have someone in our life that has been very unkind to us and we have been kind to them continually and now it's um needed to be kind because we know that okay god has told me this person has to be kind to the person and so we focus on it and be kind continuously continuously over and over again so even when testing comes and it was a person immediately our brain remembers that oh this person has to, you have to be kind to the person and you, you keep being kind but then, next thing, all of a sudden, we now see someone that we do not expect 
someone that we trust so much with our lives, someone that we we are so sure that that person can never be unkind to us, and we just see a total different side of that person that is so unkind and so truly wicked. And in that shock, we want vengeance. We are so angry. We're like, oh, dare this person. This person knows me so much. I know doing this to me. You see, in that point, it's also a test. God has tested us or me or you with no kindness through someone that we know. Now, he's taking that test to another step, another level, to test us with someone that, you know, we don't expect, to see if really and truly we have imbibed the act of kindness in our hearts which is what's happened to David and Nabal's situation. Because David knew well enough not to touch Saul. But then what about anyone else? Would he show love to the person? That was the question. Same for us, right? That person that has been so unkind, so wicked to us, that we trust so much, can we still show kindness to the person? Because that's the test. The test is about us. About us learning and growing, not about the person. So if God is trying to teach us kindness, expect that it's kindness for everybody, not just one person. So we need to understand that in our hearts, we have to be kind. We have to develop a character of kindness if you don't have it already. And that will be tested in many ways through many people you know, as well. So as, in essence, the whole testing season is to prepare and check if indeed we have learned that or whatever God is asking us to do. Whether it's kindness, whether it's showing love, whether it's building character, whether it's being humble, whatever it is. The lesson is about us, our own hearts not about the people in question and god would obviously allow these testings to see if truly we have actually imbibed that character and he's showing you because like in the case of saul david knew obviously every part of david's being recognized saul and so would act in that light to saul but what about anybody else whatever it is that we're, we're testing, it's from our heart for everybody not just one person and because it's about us we will be tested in many ways like David and Saul. But eventually, we come to see here that it takes God to help us, especially when we're caught off guard. Like it takes God to really just send help or remind us with the Holy Spirit or just alert us to remind us, oh, this is who you are. Remember to be kind. And then it will help us, you know, go back to who we should be and show kindness or whatever way or humility, whatever way God is testing us. God help us. And so here, we know that we can't do this by our own strength and might. Because in those times when we're caught off guard, literally, vengeance, anger, whatever it is in our hearts comes out, right? It takes God to help us calm down in many cases and literally do as we should do. So we, And also prepare us to continue to act the way God has called us to act. So that it's in us, it's in our heart, it's imbibed in our hearts, our minds, our memory to be whoever God is calling us to be, whether to be humble, whether to be kind, whether to be strong, whether to be bold, whatever it is. God help us, especially in testings when we are caught off guard. So that's it for me today. And I will say that if you feel like you are in a test like this, where you're like, oh, God, you know, in fact, you, you've lost it because you're already tired and unfortunate about the other tests you have gone through. Like, oh, what is this? Just remember that testing is about you or me. It's about ourselves. It's not about other people. And no matter who is put in front of us, we can't change our character that we have been building for somebody else. In fact, if we do change our character, it does show that we have a lot more to learn. 
and so we should actually learn it so if we, if we realize that oh my god and when we, we got caught off guard there's some things that you know that you know kind of, of come out that we don't know is there then those are things that means to actually work on more to ensure that we really truly imbibe the character god is trying to teach us god help us god help us but thank you for listening to me today and before i go i want to pray that god gives me and you the strength to grow in character in whatever area he's leading us to and so that when the testing comes no matter the testing no matter in what way no matter how awful how serious how deep how painful it may look or seem what pulls out of us is a manifestation of indeed we learning what god has sent us to do learn and also imbibing the character god has prepared us for thank you for listening to me today I have a wonderful day. Thank you.